This is the Chord Buddy Podcast with Chord Buddy inventor Travis Perry. Learn to play the guitar in seconds with Chord Buddy. Find out more at ChordBuddy.com. C-H-O-R-D Buddy.com. And now, the Chord Buddy Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. Once again, it's the Chord Buddy Podcast, episode number 13. It's David Summers here with my buddy Travis Perry. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Brother Dave. Did your day get started a little <laughs> a little more efficiently today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in our last episode, good God, I had taken the my wife sprung taking the kids on me, which was forty five minutes, and then I had a flat tire basically when I got back, and then my yard man was there and I had to clean up all the shrubbery I had done, and then my car ran hot. We, yeah. we should have called that last episode Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Yeah. Mur- yeah. Travis Murphy. Yeah, because yeah. if it could happen, it did happen. Yeah. It got funny. It actually, you know, I, I started laughing. I said, this is, too, this is crazy. Anyway, Dave, saying Dave reminds me of my fellow musician and dear friend David Adkins, you know. Oh, David yeah. Adkins. He, Very I, gifted, yeah. Local, what do you call a famous person, local celebrity? Celebrity, but, yeah. Well, and, and yes, he is that, but he is hands down the most talented musician I've ever been afforded to be around. I've been around him in a studio, oh, and yeah. it's just incredible. Well, he and the thing is, he's studio level. There's two types of musicians. There's studio level and stage level. Mm-hmm. Okay. David is studio level. Yep. Four instruments. Now, the difference in if a stage player is a one, right? Studio level is a ten. I mean, yeah. there's that much difference. There's yeah. most people that play on the stage that you see with your favorite country star or rock star are incapable mm-hmm. of playing in the studio. Now, the Eagles, they're, they're exceptions. The Eagles are different. They play their own stuff and, yeah. and yeah. all that. But for the majority of bands out there the musicians that's on the road with them are not the musicians that are cutting their albums right well david atkins is studio level at four not one yeah piano (laughs) bass guitar right electric guitar and rhythm you know guitar six string guitar and drums four instruments now i'm studio level at one maybe two Mm -hmm. and stage level at four or five right that you know but i'm only studio and and if i'm totally honest with myself on a dark night mm-hmm. barely studio level i mean I, i'm barely you know they had to lower the threshold just a little bit to, so I thought, so, to let me in, in studio what made you think about david oh gosh I, see thank you if it, <laughs> as a huge rabbit hole and, and when you see me circling right. it <laughs> catch me before all i, I saw was the tail in the air <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed me. He grabbed me by the right. tail. Uh, I saw a post by Rodney Justo. Yes, with yeah. Atlanta Rhythm Section. Yeah, yeah. Lead singer for Atlanta Rhythm Section, and he posted a picture on Facebook yesterday of B.J. Thomas, mm-hmm. him, and David Atkins. You know, wow, David Atkins yeah. played for B.J. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. B.J. is having some health issues. I, oh, he's got lung cancer. I, I, oh I don't no, I didn't, know, yeah, it's I didn't realize that. From what I understand, yeah. So, so they were wishing him well, but it was a Rodney Justo had posted a picture of him and B.J. Thomas and David when they were on their South African tour. Okay. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Wow. So I've copied it uh, to my phone and sent it to David last night. Well, I'm starting to go down the rabbit hole, but because when I think of B.J. Thomas, I just think of the most pure voice that anybody could ever be blessed with. And still has it. I mean, you know, he does a lot of stuff on 
RFD TV now. I don't yeah, know if you yeah, have that or not, yeah. but uh, he'll appear on Larry's Country Diner from time to time. Yeah. Still, I mean, he's in what an identifiable voice. Oh, yeah. Now, he has oh, yeah. a great voice. Yeah. But he also has an identifiable voice, unlike John Anderson. Now, right. I, I like John Anderson. Yeah. But no one will ever hear his voice and go, man, what quality. Yeah. I mean, listen, what pure right. tone. Yeah, true, you know, true. It's true. just identifiable. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> when you hear two words, you know that's John Anderson. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and uh, so that's what really made him. Now, there's people that like his voice. I'm not saying he's got a horrible voice. Right, but right. But it's just not, in my book, is what I consider a quality yeah. voice. And speaking of identifiable, I think, the, and we've been talking about this this conversation for a couple of weeks, and now we're going to make it to it. Yes. And it's the you time me out of a rabbit hole, Dave. <laughs> the time you met Barry Gibb yep. of the Bee Gees. Yep. And listen, when you're talking about the Bee Gees, they rank third all time among groups, and wow. only the Beatles and Supremes are above them really? on having number ones. They had nine number ones. Now nine of their own that they performed mm-hmm. not counting all the songs that were performed by others samantha sang yvonne elliman barbara streisand and the, mm-hmm. probably the list goes on and on but one of the most gifted families in the history of music literally they started yeah. when they were little boys yeah. you know they were not successful right in the beginning yes no. um, yeah. you, in fact they had called it quits yep had decided okay we yeah. just, we're just not gonna make it And I saw a brief documentary on Barry Gibb on YouTube recently, and there was a young lady interviewing him, and it really, it kind of stopped everything for Barry mentally, because he had not really thought about things the way that this young lady was presenting in the interview. But he's the last, and it's sad, he's the last, he's the oldest of four brothers, and then all three of his younger brothers died before him. Andy. Andy died at age 30 in 1988. Maurice died at age 53 in 2003 and then robin died at the age of 62 in 2012 so barry is now 74 years old mm-hmm. he's the eldest of four siblings and he's the last remaining bg still touring still playing yeah yeah uh, still hitting it hard and when you see him you sort of feel for him because it's kind of sad that he's yeah. lost all of his brothers yeah yeah it is but it is. then to spend a few minutes with him i can't imagine yeah that had to be pretty cool so let's take a quick break and come back and now we're going to hear the story yes yeah, finally backstage <laughs> at the grand Ole opry and how you met barry gibb and why he was there that's coming up next on the Cord Buddy Podcast. To contact Cord Buddy or stay in touch, look for us on Facebook at The Cord Buddy and find our Facebook group. It's called Striking a Chord. Find tons of information and all of our products online at cordbuddy.com. That's C-H-O-R-D buddy.com. Hey, welcome back to Cord Buddy Podcast. David Summers here with Travis Berry, the entrepreneur and inventor behind Cord Buddy, you've seen on Shark Tank and other places as well. Of course, the darling of the wiregrass community, because uh, Travis, you just, you do you like being called the darling? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Let, I don't know that let, I've let ever. Me, let me wear it for a while. Let me try it on and, and walk around with, with, with that. And I'll, uh, we'll unpack it and we'll see how, how I like the darling. I don't know if I've ever called anybody the darling of. Of, uh, I, I've, but, I've never, you've never called me that, and I've never you. been called that. Thank you. 
Thank you, honey. But anyway, I kind of like it. I, well, they, I, I'll, wear, nice. I'll wear it for a while. Because you you said, I want to keep my product here in Dothan. So that, that anyway, that's that's the reference there. Yeah. All right, so let's go back about maybe six or seven years ago. I think you said possibly 2015, when you were in Nashville hanging out with your old buddy T. Graham Brown, yep. one of the yep. coolest dudes on the planet. For real. And for you real. were backstage at the Opry. Did T. just invite you to the Opry? Yeah, so I was in town, and I'm trying to think why I was in town. I was either in town for the NAM show, which stands for National Association of Music Merchants, ah. where it's our we, we go once a year to Nashville and once a year to Anaheim, California, and it's where all music manufacturers take their products to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, and, and then where all music store owners go to look for new product and to order, you know, to get good deals if they want to place Christmas orders or whatever. So it was either for that or either it was one of the times I was on Larry's Country Diner. Right. Now, I'm assuming that. Or I could have been up there to see John Rich. I can't remember. It's been too many, many years. But I was there. And I had called T. Graham, and I said, hey, T., I am in town for something. Just wondering what y'all are doing. And he said, well, I'm actually playing the Opry tonight. He said, you got plans? And I said, no, I don't. I said, I was just going to go down on Broadway and hear some. He said, well, if you want to go to the Opry, we'll just pick you up at your hotel. So they came by and picked me up. And went to the Opry, and hanging out backstage is something that I realize a lot of people don't have the opportunity to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate to do it several times. Oh, just to be a fly on the wall. Wow. That's exactly what, what I am. I mean, I'm yeah, a nobody yeah. there. And, but just to be standing there, and from me to you is Ricky Skaggs, or me to you is that group Alabama, or whoever. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, and, and when it comes down to it, they're just people. But I mean, sure. When you've heard them and seen them on TV and heard them, I mean, they're bigger than people sometimes. Right, At least right. you think they are. So anyway, I'm standing there, and I'm backstage with T. Graham, and I look, and I see Barry Gibb. Right. And, and he's actually there to perform that night. I didn't know. I didn't know who was going to be on. But he was there, David, with a new group that I don't know if they toured or if it's something they threw together for that night. But they instead of the Brothers Gibb. Right. It was the Brothers Gray. Ah, because they're all gray-headed, okay? <laughs> right, right. And it was Barry, all the gold. And Larry Gatlin. Larry Gatlin. It was Ricky Skaggs, and I'm pretty sure T. Graham Brown, because he's gray-headed, and that's probably why he was there. But I know it was four of them. And I'm seeing Barry staring mm-hmm. in my direction. Is he standing up, sitting down? What's he doing? Standing up. In the hallway? No, I'm backstage. I'm in the, the wing right. of the stage. Okay. Well, he is on the other side. Mm-hmm. of the stage so he's like on stage right and i'm stage left in the wings okay we're not in the hall we're on stage but in the wing right so you couldn't see right. us from the audience yeah and i see him looking across in my direction at that side and i i see him kind of leaning back and forth looking and i thought i said uh-oh i'm in an area that <laughs> me being a nobody is in right and i shouldn't be here security Security. Exactly. Because exactly. I look around and there's nobody. When I see him looking at my direction, I start. Because he, he's an international superstar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and so I said, I'm doing something wrong if you get thrown out. Because there's nobody standing on that side but me. Yeah. And I said, oh, gosh, that's what, this is where they're going to, you know, I, I, I have. I've stepped in it. You know, you're have, not assuming or presuming anything. I have stepped in it. <laughs> and so I back up and yeah. I get in the, in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Well,. I look, and Barry's moved, and, and he's staring in my direction again. I said, all right, I, I'm out. I'm just going to go stand in the hall. you know. Right. So I said, well, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go, and I'll stand in the wing on the right side because the left side is obviously not where I'm supposed to be. Did, they, you, 
he you know, eyeballing me. Did you feel like he was giving you the evil eye or no, anything? No, I knew he was 100%. I mean, I, you know, here's my idol, and I've, I've ticked him off in some form, and, <laughs> and, uh, and he, he, got, he, he, he stank on me. I mean, yeah, he stank yeah. on me. Yeah. And so I go to the right side, and I'm standing there back, and he's standing in front of me, and I see him, I see him his head on a, like an owl. And he locks on me again. And then he turns back around. I said, Dad, Bernie, okay, I'm just not supposed to be here. It's not that I'm in the wrong place. It's that me, I am not supposed to be here. You didn't have any sort of credentials hanging around your neck on a, a, a lanyard a or anything? I had, a, had a, the Cord Buddy t-shirt on. Okay. What I, so I said, all right, I'm, I'm just going out in the hall. So I go out in the hall, and I'm standing out there. And this guy comes up to me, and he says, uh, excuse me, sir. And I said, yes, sir. He says, you're not by chance, Travis Perry from Shock Tank. So a British accent. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and I said, yes, I am. He goes, Mr. Gibbs over there thought that was you, but was quite embarrassed to come ask. <laughs> he thought it was you, <laughs> <laughs> and but quite embarrassed to come ask. Wow. And then I said, he's been staring at me for thirty minutes. I stank eyeing me. Yeah. Doug don't Doug Emery is the guy that came up and talked to me and he doesn't have quite the accent that I'm saying here, but he a little bit of one. We've become friends and he says he said, Well, Mr. Gibbs would like to know if, if he could meet you. Wow. Well, he wants to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I mean I mean and my face is red right now. Yeah. I mean I mean it, yeah. it, it was you can imagine I let I, me check my calendar. <laughs> and so so he walks over there and gets Barry and walks back to me. And if you look at that picture right behind you, I wish we could put pictures on, on a podcast. That's when he went and grabbed Barry. You see it? Yeah. And that's when he went and grabbed Barry and Barry said, uh, oh, or, I, no, I think I said, Barry, gosh, can I please have a picture? He goes, oh, I want one too. And so wow. he gave, gave the phone to Doug and he snapped that picture. Wow. I have stayed in contact at least once or twice a year with Doug. Right. And who we've become pretty good friends. And every time they're on the Today Show or one of the late night shows, I'll see them on there and I'll text them, hey, I'm watching you on the late show or yeah. the Today Show or whatever. What did Barry say to you? Because he had seen you on Shark Tank. <laughs> he just said that he thought that my product was amazing. He thought that me standing to my guns and keeping it made in the United States and giving Americans jobs and yeah. not sending it overseas was very he had really paid attention to your episode. Yes, he had and, and actually episodes. Yeah, yeah. So he, he you had, said he had seen you basically every time you had been on mm-hmm. Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. I said he had saw the Beyond the Tank and everything. And that was pretty much it. I, you know, we. I said thank you, and he said, "Man, keep up the good work. It was great meeting you. I never thought I would see you here." And blah blah blah. And and <laughs> and, and, and poof, he was gone. Wow. <laughs> so it was a fleeting moment. But I tell you what, I did. I literally went to the bathroom. (laughs) But I went to the bathroom. I'll let you explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the bathroom and had to compose myself. Wow, okay. I did. I I did. I I, I was almost about to bust into tears. I was hyperventilating. Oh, yeah. I I couldn't believe that had just happened. And so as soon as he walked off, I said, where's the restroom at? And they, they said, uh-huh. I didn't know. and so I went, to the, I went and, and hung out in a saw for about 10 minutes. Listen, you're, be- you're a better man than me because I think I would have just peed myself. <laughs> that's, that's amazing, though. So you went to the bathroom just to kind of compose yourself. Oh, I did. I did. I, I felt faint. Right. I mean, I, I did. I, so much. I mean, I'm sure my blood, heart was pumping. Up at, of know. all the folks you've had the opportunity to meet over time, over the years, how does Barry Gibb rank? 
Oh, certainly way up there. One you think you'll never meet one of the BGs. Sure, you yeah. know, staying alive, staying. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. How many times have have we danced and played that song? And you know, you can tell by the way that I'm a woman's man. <laughs> well, and staying alive is also the song that they use when you're trying to perform CPR. That's right, CPR. Yep. Because exactly. of the beats, that's and right. that's how many mm-hmm. compressions on the chest. Yep. And so, staying alive, perfect. Uh, I just saw that. Uh, demonstrated just last week right well it was when dr oz saved that guy about two or three weeks ago at the airport did you see that Uh, no i missed that but he had just flown in from somewhere i think they'd been vacation in florida and he's standing at the luggage carousel yeah the guy right beside him falls face first complete heart stop he turns him over and starts chest compressions saves his life this is dr oz it it was all over and dr oz probably threw in here's a great way to remember it don't forget staying alive by the bgs and that's how you that's the rate Mm -hmm. at which you should do compressions yep Yep. and he's actually listen next time for the court buddy podcast the court buddy podcast is available on soundcloud itunes stitcher spotify well that's it that's the story that's awesome that is awesome we've been given a three-week build-up so you were thinking one thing and you were thinking i don't have my credentials they're going to send security around and and he wanted to meet you yeah yeah that's awesome yeah anyway that's that's the story well there you go that's a lot of fun and on the next episode we'll I'm sure we'll come up with something equally. Uh, well, I don't know if we can top that or yeah, not, but yeah. we'll certainly try. Hey, in the meantime, let's mention Facebook because you can find Cord Buddy on Facebook. Of course, on the web, cordbuddy.com, C-H-O-R-D, cordbuddy.com. And then on Facebook, you have the Cord Buddy. Right. And then you also have your group. Which is striking a chord. And I was just on there yesterday. Lucas, which is one of our most successful i guess i mean no, i can't say that because if you learn to play one song with corbett you're successful mm-hmm. you know i mean yeah. if you do anything with it positively you're, but he has took cord buddy and now he is uh touring the daggone country and he's 16 years old wow yeah yeah i mean he plays the national anthem at ball games with the, holy cow oh he's a monster does he still use the implement on his oh, guitar no. oh no, no so he's graduated oh, yeah, from he, chord buddy and that's the whole thing with chord buddy it is not intended to always use that's what kevin's was was curious about in the in the very first appearance on shark tank yeah uh, now there's people that will always need it because of a disability of, of some sort or whatever, and that's great. But its intention is a teaching device, like just like training wheels are for a bicycle. You're not intend, you know, you don't want your kid to use training wheels all his life on a bicycle. Yeah, I remember when Dad took one training wheel off and said, "Let's see how you do on this one," and kind of figured out, okay, yeah, I can lean to one side, but I can't lean to the other side, so I have to learn balance. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah, so you can take one button off and then another button off and then eventually it's not there anymore that's exactly right and you are strumming away yep yep playing on your own you're on to blue scales you're on to whatever you want to be doing c-h-o-r-d chord chordbuddy.com or the chord buddy and the group again is called striking a chord striking a chord all on facebook hey check it out hey travis thanks a lot looking yes, forward sir. to Take another episode yes sir Bye-bye. to contact chord buddy or stay in touch look for us on facebook at the chord buddy and find our facebook group it's called striking a chord find tons of information and all of our products online at chordbuddy.com that's c-h-o-r-d buddy.com